Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all. The glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free on iOS and Android. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's do it one more time. We, I am back in town. Came from Plano, Texas. So many cover-to-cover listeners at the Plano shows at Hyenas. Thank you so much. People giving me gift cards and all sorts of fun, sweet, nice things after the show. Great to see everybody. Thank you for coming. Had fun in Plano, Texas. Uh, a lot of talk about this Lori Laughlin, Felicity Huffman thing. Everybody is very uh, bent out of shape over over the cheating scandal of Olivia Jade Laughlin. It seems like she's getting more heat than the Felicity Huffmans. I mean, I know they're getting a little too, uh, William H. Macy and Felicity Huffman, about that, but they only paid 15000 Now the story's kind of, when we first did it last week, the story had just happened, and we like came in, and it was 15 minutes into the story breaking, so we didn't have a lot of the details, so I'll kind of, I know it's a, maybe a little bit older of a story now, but I'll kind of go over some details of it that I've learned that are pretty kind of funny about, first of all, let me just give my opinion on it. I, I I'm I'm a little surprised at how how shocked people are and offended by it, and I I know I know why people are, but we you did on you do understand we all understand that you know sometimes rich people and not, not even necessarily rich people just people with you know a couple extra bucks will will you know will skirt a couple of the rules to get things they want we all we've all done it over the years when you when you were ten and the you know and uh, and and the uh, ch- children's meal at the restaurant was for eight-year-olds you told the waiter you were eight you know i mean or you or you or you lowered yourself to go underneath the uh, the turnstile to get into like a, a roller skating rink or something i mean these are these are the uh, I'll, I'll give you a story about uh when i was a child 
my mother took us to a Bayshore Long Island roller skating rink, Bayshore roller skating rink. And, uh, and I was, uh, I was, uh, pro- I don't know if, maybe I, have I told the story before? I don't know if I I don't have. think so. I don't. Uh, uh, yeah. And, and we got to the roller skating rink and I was a kid. Were there mannequins being set no, up? No, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> and, 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 and it was, I was like six years old at the time, real young. And, uh, I go into the, to the roller skating rink and they say, uh, there's no, no dungarees, can't have dungarees at this, at this roller skating rink. And I was when? wearing dungarees. That's what we used to call jeans, yeah, dungarees. In the 20s. They're, they're, yeah. They rarely <laughs> call them that anymore, but dungarees. Dungarees was, uh, and that was, they had a very hard, fast rule about non-dungarees. So my mother, not unlike Lori Laughlin, said, well, what can we do to get my child into this roller skating rink? We're not going to go home. So the guy said, we have a box of pants behind the counter for situations such as this. So he t- t- you know, picks up this big box of pants and puts them on the counter and says, take a pair of pants and then you can skate for the day if you take off your dungarees. So as a six-year-old, I reach, I, 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 you know, reach around into the box of pants, and I get a nice pair of big, giant, rust-colored corduroys. But a man's pant. They're a grown man's pant. And I put them on and cinched them up with a, with a, um, with a belt, and, uh, and I get to skate the day, looking like, uh, you know, like a little uh, lost uh, orphan around the, the thing. <laughs> so what, what I'm saying is that was my mother's Lori Laughlin. My mother basically saying, hey, I understand you guys don't have dungarees, but we got to make something else work here. So that's basically like Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman going, hey, my, my daughters are dumb, and they don't really play any sports, and they don't really have much talent outside of the fact that, you know, they're, they're 18, and they have, you know, nice bodies, and they're on Instagram, which is Olivia Jade. Laughlin or whatever, Massimo, whatever her last name is, she's like an Instagram model to the point where she's got two million followers on Instagram and just posts pictures. I, I happen to read this in one of the papers that she's an Instagram model who po- posts bikini pictures and she's only 19. So I immediately followed her because, you know, I had to do the research on it. And it's exactly what she does. She's an Instagram model who posts pictures about... So right off the bat, you're like, I don't know if she's exactly... Now, I all of my friends have gone to USC. Uh, I have quite a few friends who have gone to USC. They all seem relatively smart, um, but they've all told me, yeah, SC. I mean, I don't know if that's the greatest degree in the world, but Laurie Laughlin and, and Massimo Giardinelli, or whatever the husband's name is, who I guess he's made his fortune from what I remember. He was a, he's a fashion designer, but the only thing I know him from is Target. Massimo used to have a. I don't Massimo, think it's the, yeah. He used to have a line at, at Target. He was like a T-shirt guy at Target. So um, that's where Massimo. I mean, I used to have a couple of Massimo like T-shirts and jackets, but uh, so I guess they've made millions over the and and she's a lifetime act. You know, we all know Laurie Laughlin from '80s movies, and then of course Full House, and then uh, some Lifetime movies and stuff. Which she's been now fired from everything, which I also thought was kind of strange. Like people like ah, we cannot have this person. Uh, being in our lifetime movies, talking about you know <laughs> Christmas, whatever things she's doing, or you know because she cheated to get her kid into school, so she's fired from that. The girl, Olivia uh, Jade, has been fired from Sephora. I guess she had a deal with Sephora. She's fired from that. Lori Laughlin's also fired from Fuller House on Netflix, which I thought was in its final season anyway, but she's fired from that. So she's done basically in 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 show business, which. 
okay, fine. I mean, I think they're doing fine, um, but maybe this might affect them. Maybe they'll have to, you know, they they were doing so well, Massimo and Lori Laughlin, that they were able to spend $200,000 to get this girl into USC on a rowing. <laughs> they said she was like a, a, what do they call a rowing, a culling or something? I believe there's, some, there's a word for it. But she was on like the rowing team on in USC, which... I don't, a lot of people didn't even know they had a rowing team at USC, but they do. Now, if you know when USC is, it's here, not far from where we are actually taping this, but in the middle of Los Angeles, in the middle of kind of a shitty neighborhood in, in the city of Los Angeles, there's no place to row uh, anywhere near it. So I guess you go over to the Pacific Ocean and this girl... Olivia Jade, of course, never actually rode at any time. N- not not even that. She didn't even, I'm reading today in, in the Us magazine, she didn't even fill out her own application uh, for the school. 204 page, uh, support the criminal complaint. Okay, da-da-da-da-da. Oh, yeah, that's Rick Singer's the guy who did it. On We all know the story now. I mean, it's out there. I'm just giving you my opinion on it. I, I was... I'm a little, and now outraged moms are suing Felicity Huffman and Lori Laughlin for $500 billion over the scandal. Like, they're like, my daughter didn't get in because Olivia Jade got in. And is that why? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. Like, is that the reason why? I'm not that I'm sticking up for Lori Laughlin. I honestly, I'm. Like everybody else, I love a mob mentality of taking people down, especially, you know, uh, rich, successful people who seem a little douchebaggy to begin with, which now, no, I didn't know. I didn't honestly, honestly didn't think much about Lori Laughlin before all this went down. I always thought she was an attractive, you know, person. And I, I remember watching her movies in the 80s. I didn't watch Full House. I don't watch Fuller House. Uh, I used to watch her late at night. She would, and she still does. As a matter of fact, I happened to see it like two nights ago when I was in Plano. The one thing she hasn't been fired from, she's still um, selling Cindy Crawford's uh, massage, I mean, moisturizing face cream on late night uh, infomercials. Lori Laughlin's a spokesperson for Cindy Crawford's face cream. So I know they probably taped that thing six years ago and they just re-air the same one over and over every night. So she hasn't been fired from that yet, but um, so Cindy Crawford will get on that and honestly cindy crawford who's married to randy gerber who you know has that tequila with uh, george clooney and and they sold out for a billion dollars and also a bunch of hotels you know and they have like three or four kids you know that somewhere down the line the gerber crawfords have scammed some sort of college or private school or whatever to get in i mean honestly everybody george bush went to yale so they, yeah. there you have it right there. <laughs> yeah. Like that's, was George Bush, did he have the credentials to go to Yale? No. But George Bush's father went to Yale. And that's how colleges work. I Like I said last week, as a guy who didn't go to college, I but we had our scam. I mean, my, my father, just the way we did it, you know, we were regular construction working blue collar people. It was tough to get into the local three, International Brotherhood of Electric Workers. It was hard to get into that thing. My father said, hey, I'll pull some strings. Not only will I get you in, Chris Frangiola, I'll get you two brothers in the same year. My brother Kenny, my brother Gene, and me all got in the same year. Sounds fishy. Sounds fishy. People, as a matter of fact, when they did like a roll call, we'd have to go to like an apprentice like meeting every Tuesday, and they would um, call out all three Frangiolas in a row, and everyone's like, oh, Mm, somebody's scamming somebody up in here. So yeah, we. uh, so that was our scam. 
uh, you know, I, I think my father's doing okay. Nobody's uh, coming after him. I hope now that I mention that, I hope they don't go bust my father and, <laughs> you know, and take away his T-shirt line. Not because of he, all the electrician yeah, jobs you right, stole right, from Ron yeah, Now he's just living quietly in Myrtle Beach. He's not causing any trouble. They're going to Costco and they're getting, uh, they had a big argument, uh, Gene and Jerry French, all of my mom and dad, been married 57 years, still doing very well. Uh, and uh, they're down in Myrtle Beach. They go back and forth between Long Island and Myrtle Beach and... They love. They're at Costco every single day, every single day, buying in bulk, uh, which I really don't know why they're buying in bulk anymore because it's just the two of them, and that they got to choke down a lot of bagels throughout the week if they're going to get you know uh, the, the deal at Costco was for seventy five bagels. That's a lot. So my mother thought there was there was this, they were having a deal at the Costco. This is a recent conversation we had <laughs> that uh, <laughs> she she wanted to get some sun dried tomatoes. She likes sun dried tomatoes. And uh, Costco was having a deal on like a big giant bottle of sun dried tomatoes, probably four or five gallons of sun dried tomatoes. More sun dried tomatoes than anybody could ever eat, especially two people who were in their you know late seventies. But uh, they they went and did it. And my father was freaking out. Like, we don't, we're sun-dried tomatoes. What type of lifestyle are we leaving, living here? We're not sun-dried tomato people. We are regular toma- sliced tomato people. We're not sun-dried people. This is, a, a, this is an affluent lifestyle we're leading now with <laughs> sun-dried tomato. But my mother's now putting sun, because they have, the, you know, the eight, seven gallons of sun-dried tomatoes. <laughs> they need to put them on everything. So my mother is serving up all sorts of sun-dried. So if you're in the Myrtle Beach area and you want to swing by my parents uh, condo <laughs> you got bad and, eyes yeah yeah <laughs> swing by my parents condo because they're serving up they got a lot of sun-dried tomatoes to get rid of in the next probably six seven months so go down there and check out that so that's what um that's the Lori laughlin felicity huffman i feel like i don't know if you can maybe it, it, you feel the same way i feel like they're felicity huffman and massimo are getting more heat than than uh i mean felicity they're getting less heat felicity huffman and william h macy are getting less heat than Lori laughlin and massimo because because I think they only paid 15000 to get this girl some better SAT scores. And I don't think they got to the point where they're going to have to pay the 200000 yet. I think they were going, they were heading in that direction. But um, I don't hear, I haven't heard about them being fired from anything. I'm not sure if Felicity Huffman was currently working on something. I know William H. Macy's always working on something and he was, you know, he was on Shameless and, and, and I think that's currently filming. But he didn't seem to take any of the heat. As a matter of fact, wasn't even mentioned in like the court papers and things like that. So I don't know what William H. Macy's, uh, I did see that, you know, them both walking into uh, the courthouse uh, to to go testify for for whatever uh, on the, the two hundred fifty thousand dollar bond, and they both looked like uh, they you know they they'd seen better days. I mean William H Macy honestly always looks like an older. But he's 69 years old, and she's 56. And and then the guy who wrote about it uh, in the New York Post, which just like wrote a scathing thing about, you know, how they were dressed. And he, I, I was like, boy, this guy's the way he wrote this article about how awful they both looked heading into court. I was like, he must have not gotten into USC or something. So he's got an axe <laughs> to grind. Like he's like he's upset. He, yeah, these people look terrible. Anyway, sculling, sculling. Thank you. Sculling. That's the term, sculling. Yeah, uh, that's the term. So Olivia Jade, of course, she's scu- out there sculling. Why not? She's so she's a, she's a you know a 19 year old supermodel who's you know got a good looking Italian dad and Lori Laughlin's her mom, and she's 
I mean, this is just a lifestyle that I don't know. You know, I mean, it must be great to grow up in a world where, you know, you just you, that's what you do. You become Instagram, you know, bikini girl and and they say, you want to go to USC? You know this girl did not want to. She's like, no, no I don't want to go to USC. I don't want to go to any... I hate school. It's so stupid. And they're like, well, we got to we gotta put our girl through school. Only because probably, you know, just because of our friends, like when they get together at, you know, for a, a, a summer picnic, they'll be like, what's, uh, what's uh, Olivia Jade up to? Oh, Olivia Jade? She's going to... She's sculling. You didn't know? Scull- yeah, no, she's a, yeah, she's a sculler. Really? Because she didn't... She never seemed that athletic to me. Yeah, I know. We were surprised too. It was something she was doing secretly. Um, and we were like, what are you doing all the time when you're out with your friends? And one day Olivia J just said to us, she goes, you know what, mom and dad, it's about time you knew. I have a love for sculling. So I'm out there sculling. They're like, well, that's great to hear, Olivia Jade. Because you're such a good sculler, we are going to um, get you uh, a sculling scholarship to USC. Scholarship. A scholarship. Yeah, so how would you, uh, how do you feel about that? And she's like, ah. Oh. So now she's got to pretend that she's interested in it. Not even to the point she filled out the application. I, like I said earlier, I didn't go to college. I don't even know the college application process. Um, so uh, I guess it's a, it's a long process to fill this out. And she's like, no way. So they, I don't know who, maybe Lori Laughlin filled it out or got like the housekeeper to fill it out, but somebody else filled out the the thing. So this girl really put in no effort whatsoever, other than the fact that she's going to USC and it's probably good to have Olivia Jade by her by the way her initials are OJ and she goes to USC and OJ Simpson went to USC and I saw the uh, a picture of her in her dorm room on her Instagram and she has a big giant OJ on her wall at uh, at USC which I thought was interesting just a little side note that I thought was funny cuz you probably she, The letters OJ or yeah. she has an OJ oh, poster No the letters OJ cuz that's her name Olivia uh. J and she and uh, right, right away even the name itself says you know I I have an uh, a, an affluent lifestyle uh-huh. like I'm better than you my name's Olivia Jade, not uh, not Mary Simpson. You know what I mean? It's not it's fucking. It's it's a it's a skull. It's a fake scholar's name, Olivia Jade. Yeah, Massimo. I um. And the Massimo guy, oh, hang on. Yeah. Uh, the Massimo guy, I, I guess what I've been reading is he's like a real hardcore Trump supporter who is, I guess, very vocal about people, you know, not not pulling their weight in this country. Like, <laughs> oh, these, these damn people on welfare taking away our tax dollars. And this motherfucker is fe- cheating everybody. My trying, daughter you know, earned. And my daughter earned to, to go to the school. She's a beautiful scholar. She did, uh, this is my Italian accent. She like my Olivia Jade, I like to scar. So she go to your sea. She not taking welfare money from you people. <laughs> you like the t-shirt? You like my t-shirt? You get a target for four dollars. <laughs> Is that Italian? I don't know. But anyway, this guy seems like a real. His name is like Massimo Gianelli or whatever. He's a fucking hardcore Italian. I looked at Olivia's page, and I could tell you from the very first picture that girl's never written her name never. on a piece of paper. No, she it's, is not. Uh, she's the kind of girl that when you're walking around USC, you're like, oh, how do they all get in? You know, like, she, 
Oh, yeah. why, now here's why William H. Macy was not charged in the scandal. Tuesday stood in front of a, a magistrate. Her husband, fellow actor William H. Macy, was sitting in the courtroom, but in the audience, federal prosecutors had charged Huffman, but not Macy. And this raised some questions. What is Huffman accused of doing? Huffman is accused of disguising a $15,000 charity. Oh, that was the other thing. That's oh, why they people get them really, on. That's why people were really upset, because it, it was a scam with a charity. You were mm. saying, I'm giving this money to charity. That's how they covered it up. It was a $15 charitable payment in the bribery scheme. According to court records, prosecutors Prosecutors alleged uh, she met with a confidential witness who explained that she could control an SAT testing center. They all, everybody was on the take in, in this thing. The, the well, that's college. <clears throat> Everyone's on the take everywhere. I, I guess that's what, exactly that's why I'm not. Old, but I guess the SAT score people are on the take. They're like, hey, for fifteen thousand dollars, we can make the guy. They would actually it turns fit, out like, that's a good job. Steve, Steve mentioned it last week. Like they would finish the test for them. They were like, just go ahead and pretend you're doing it for an hour and a half, or whatever. And I, I remember I did like the SAT. I think I did take the SAT. I don't remember my scores. They were not great. I don't think, but I remember being a long t- test. It was hard. Oh long, yeah, it's it's a couple hours. Yeah, of your time. it was a couple hours. Yeah. So I guess the this girl when like the Felicity Huffman kid goes in for a couple hours, like an hour, and then she's like, I'm done. I gotta she go skull. Bubble gum. Gotta go skull with Olivia Jade, and they're like, all right, we'll go. We'll got we got a guy to finish it for fifteen grand, and and that's that's how it goes. There you go. And I. I don't know where you people live and where your head's at and how your kids are going to school, but I see some like Facebook people screaming about it. My kid had to go to community college because Olivia Jade went to SC. I'm like, no, your kid went to community college because, you know, that's the way the world works. Everybody, you go to, and that's nothing wrong with community college. Go have fun and let Olivia Jade be Olivia Jade. Lori Loft has gotten fired for everything, so the gang mentality worked. We got her out. We're never going to have to watch that bitch in a Lifetime movie ever again are we all happy that laurie laughlin will not be able to weave baskets with some fucking canadian actor i've never seen before on christmas <laughs> eve for the for the handicapped woman down the street and bring them to the children and that's all that's like that my my you know and then do an ice sculpture for the de- blind guy who hasn't seen an ice sculpture since his wife died and he wants one last ice sculpture and Gloria Laughlin gets her chainsaw out on Christmas Eve and makes an ice sculpture for this fella and he goes up and touches it and goes oh my god it's just the way my wife did it before she passed and everybody sings and that's the end of it but now it's not going to be Laurie Laughlin anymore because she cheated it's going to be Daphne Zanega or what some <laughs> other 80s these actresses. Well, uh, Daphne used to be, you know, I, it's weird to me. She was pretty, she was in a fantastic movie called The Short Thing with John Cusack. It's one of Rob Reiner's first directed movies. Great movie if you haven't seen it. And then she was kind of a big star there for a minute. She's in Spaceballs, the Mel Brooks mm, movie. Yeah. She plays Princess Leia and that. So she had a moment there where she was a big star, just kind of went away. Not unlike like Lori Laughlin had the same type of career as Daphne Zegger. They were both doing like eighties movies where they were the cute you know girl in the eighties movie. Lori Laughlin went on to like continue on in show business. And I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. I, Daphne Zegger had a or Zaniga, however now I haven't heard from her in a while. So there is a space to fill currently on these Hallmark movies uh, because Lori Laughlin's out. So we need Jamie Gertz. We need, uh, who's another one who I haven't seen in a while. She was queen of the 80s movies. We need uh, one of you people to step up, whether it be Jamie Gertz, Daphne Zanega, uh, Laurie Singer. 
Uh, she was in Footloose. Um, Somebody else who has bangs. All of these people who who were you know who were, were hot and and you know in the eighties. We need you back. We need you, we, we we got about six Hallmark movies to fill in the next couple of months, and we're gonna we're gonna need you. They already have the girl from the Wonder Years does a bunch of them, so she's filling that. That's over on Lifetime, I believe. So we're gonna need somebody to come over to uh, Hallmark. Uh, so. Call, uh, paging vintage Virginia Madsen. We need Virginia Madsen stat over at Hallmark. Okay. You said uh, Olivia Jade lost a sponsorship. What did she? What? Uh, for Sephora. That's what I had read. She was. Uh, she had doing something for Sephora. Probably just holding up a bottle of perfume on her Instagram. Which uh, I don't know if she was doing like a, a, a huge campaign for them, but she had lost it. Isn't that like that'd be a good like if you shook her hand and you're like, oh, you have very soft hands for a sculler. That would make Sephora's. There, there you go. The moisturizer. They should get back in their there. Hand cream would yeah. be like, oh, that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I don't think this. Sculling, like uh, it, it, I, I'm not, I don't know anything about rowing, but I think she was the girl who sits in the front of the boat and just yells. Whatever, I don't know the <laughs> term for selfies. that. Yeah, like and just yells how to you know and two and three and what, I, I'm not familiar with how it all works. But okay. um, so oh, that's that's perfect. that story. A little bit of coverage on it, uh, a little bit more coverage on it because it's it was uh, it's been all the chatter amongst me and my friends, and it you know it's fun. It's fun to see rich people go down. It really is. It does. It brings all of us joy. And and uh, and we got we got two in this one, and, and there's a lot more people involved in it, it, it outside of Felicity Huffman and and, and Laurie Laughlin. There's a bunch of people from Orange County who were also involved. I think it was like it, all in all, forty people involved in this FBI sting. I, I feel like the FBI could be doing more important things in this world today. I mean, we just had a huge, another huge shooting over in New Zealand, and of a fucking crazy guy who was, you know, obviously had some sort of, you know, online presence in Australia. Went in and shot up a couple of mosques and fifty people, forty nine people, killed. Um, you know, and it, maybe the FBI should be more concerned about that than uh than olivia jade but i don't think you're ever gonna stop this shit i mean not to bring the show down but here we you know here was another one this week 49 people in new zealand and that new zealand like that's an area you're like oh america we understand we're all shoot we're shooting everybody over here we just love to shoot each other but uh when it happens in some of these countries like wow really new zealand so that went down and of course it's the same thing as it always is it's some crazy fucking white guy who's angry at whoever angry at everybody angry at mom you know, Muslims and Jews and and Christians and everybody's angry at everybody and they're going to shoot everybody and yeah, there, you say, there you have it. There was more shootings and so that was like another big story. So if you if we're going to, you know, stick with the cover to cover theme, we have to just say, hey man, here you go, another one, 49 people shot, guy videotaped it, real fucking sad shit. I mean, you know, it is, it's a terrible situation and the guy's alive. I think, I think they got him. I mean, I know they got him, but he's not one of those ones who shot and then turned a the gun on him. Himself. He he walked out and and you know they had him in the courtroom and he was smiling and giving out white power symbols and all that shit. And as a white guy, like I'm not, I'm not, I don't like the white power shit. You know, I'm not about that. I, I, I'd rather, I don't know. What do I know? Who who gives a shit? You know. I mean, I do, I do give a shit about that, but like, who gives a shit about white power people? It's ridiculous. But that's this is what the, this is the internet fueling this this world. You know, this is something we didn't have twenty five years ago. It, it's inter and which I just read on internet last week. I think just turned thirty. 
30 years old, the internet, it had its birthday. And in that 30 years, what have we done? We've created Olivia Jade and uh, a bunch of school shooters. And that's about it. Uh, and I, you know, and every now and again, I can promote a show on the internet. But other than that, what have we done? We've created Amazon, which has in, in turn closed down pretty much every store in the country. Uh, you know, I just read Payless shoe stores are now gone, and Sears will be next, and J.C. Penney's after that. And now I thought all. Sears already was done. Uh, they keep coming back. Uh, some, somehow, some some like billionaire keeps buying them and saying, "I will, I will turn this thing it's around." Which I don't really know. I don't really know how they're going to turn it around. But they keep saying they are. As a matter of fact, there's a Sears by me where I live in Los Angeles, and they're doing a full remodel on it. They've like torn down the, the facade, the front of it, and they're putting up a whole new thing. So they're they're trying to get somebody involved. I mean, I don't know. I and then there's like I live on a like a, in the there's one portion of Ventura Boulevard that has you know it's kind of an like an affluent neighborhood of, of Los Angeles, and the Gap just closed, like go- gone. The Gap, boom, signs off the front. Gap. Mm. I mean, I. You think Gap? That's like. I know the shirts don't fit that great, but in a pinch, sometimes when, especially when I'm on the road and stuff, and it, you know, I'm with Sam in the middle. I got to go up to Calgary this weekend, and uh, sometimes you're in Calgary, you're like, oh, it's colder in Calgary than I thought. You go to a Gap, you get yourself a scarf or a hat. This place is perfect for that. But I guess not enough people were doing that, so Gap is go- this Gap particular Gap is gone. And uh, so I, I there. So there you go. And so this is what the internet has done in thirty years: school shootings, Olivia Jade, um, and 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 closed down a lot of the stores. Anything good? I don't know. Has it done anything good? Mm. Maybe not. Ignorance It'll, was bliss. Ignorance. That's exactly right, Alex. Mm-hmm. I, ignorance was bliss, and um, we don't have it anymore. Now we're talking too much. A lot of people talking, and we all know it. We we get it. The only I, I tell you one good thing that the uh, that the internet has brought me is Instagram, which I sit and scroll mindlessly for hours, like when I'm sitting on in an airport or on a uh, on a. Plane. And I used to just look straight ahead, which is probably better. You used to see like people walking by and you would notice things and, and, and just stare and daydream. We used to call it daydreaming. Uh, and it, I, I, it, it, it serves me well, daydreaming and looking straight ahead. You can't do it anymore. Like, I, you look, as a guy who eats alone a lot because I'm on the road, I'll sit at a bar and, and eat lunch by myself. And there's been a few times where I'm like, I'm going to be strong and I'm not going to bring my phone with me. I'm going to sit and eat without, you know, with just being a normal person and thinking about life and, and, and life's choices and things like that. Maybe I'll bring a book or a newspaper. And I do. I'll sit there with a newspaper on the bar. And then within two minutes, I'm like, God, I need my phone. Like, I need to find out what. Addiction. Yeah. What, where, where, where's Ken? And I looked up, like, how to get rid of the addiction of the phone. And I'm like, just turn it off. I'm like, yeah, that's easier said than done. Yeah, just put the crack pipe down. Right, just right. Put it down. Exactly. Yeah. Don't so get they, rid of the crack. They don't really have any answers to, to, like, how to get rid of it. But they don't want you. I mean, you're using your <laughs> phone probably to Google how to get rid. You got to read a book. That's exactly about, what I did. Yeah. yeah. You can't. You can't use your phone to figure out how to put your phone no, down. No, no. But anyway, yeah, I've talked about this before, and I'm and I'm as guilty of it as anybody. But just let's go back to just staring straight ahead and looking at each other and 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 all that, and you know, and, and stop shooting and stop shooting. Don't you get yourself all riled up on watching these websites or the dark net or whatever people are on? Just look at 
it like Kylie Jenner's Instagram is not you're not going to go shoot anybody after you look at that. You're like, oh my god, she looks cute in that outfit. What is she wearing? And I'll look at or look at uh, at at you know my favorite that I've talked about over and over again is uh, you know is Caitlyn's Caitlyn's Instagram. It is it, is up and running like it is going and i said it before this is a 72 year old man who is pretty um up on his instagram <laughs> like i don't know if another man that old i'm uh, sorry i keep saying that i'm sorry you know what i mean another woman who that old who was who was keeping up on their instagram like he's doing it he's doing videos with the girlfriend he's doing um you know pictures and uh and all that stuff so it it's uh it's it, it it's amazing so that that's something you could do on on let me now let me just say what what's happening here um i feel like we're just babbling at this point mm-hmm. and we are because we're filling another hole uh in a week that i have to be gone so this one is a hole we have to fill uh we're, we're gonna air it this week but it's it, it's a kind of a slow news week i don't know if you've noticed outside of the shooting in new zealand and a little bit of Lori laughlin stuff left over from last week there's like nothing going on outside of a few new people have entered the presidential race we have beto o'rourke Ooh, beto he got involved and he's now running for president and, a, and and the woman from uh, i believe she's from new york and now i can't think of her name uh we're gonna call her no chance because there's no chance uh, <laughs> that she is going to be the president of the united states just just no chance some people when they get involved you're like you know it's gonna cost it's gonna cost a lot of money to to run a campaign mil, mil, 50 million 75 million to run these campaigns and these people get involved and you're like this you just have no that's like me going hey you know what i'm gonna do next year like what? I'm gonna be uh, the third baseman for the New York Yankees. They're like, no, you, you know you're not. You have no chance. I'm like, no, I am. I'm gonna spend seventy five million dollars to try and campaign to be the third baseman for the New York Yankees. But but you're fifty two years old and you don't have any skills. Um, I don't care. I don't care. I'm gonna st- I'm gonna be the third. Like that's the same thing. Like that's how th- that's how no chance like these people have. Beto Rock maybe you know he's a handsome guy. He's getting a lot of news coverage. That's the thing. You know I don't know why certain people get news coverage over other people. You know, uh, but that he TV seems smile. he seems yeah. I think it's some. It is. It's a lot of it has to do with that. You know. Yeah. I mean, look at Donald Trump. The guy got the most coverage of anybody. Kind of one of the reasons he he won, and it because he was interesting to watch. He said it every day. You know, who are you going to cover if you're not going to cover me? So these boring people standing behind me, nobody wants to watch them. And he was right. Nobody did. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and I think it'll be the same thing when we start getting into, as we get to closer and closer to 2020, when these guys start fighting again like they do, you know, all, all, all we're going to wait for Donald Trump to come up with one, like, cute nickname for these people. You know, like, oh, he's already saying that Beto O'Rourke, he doesn't call him Beto. Which is his name? I believe I believe it's pronounced Beto. He calls him Beto or something, and they're like his name's uh, Beto. Just call him Beta. He's like for me, it's Beto. He's Beto, and then he says he moves his hands way too much. He he moves his hands a lot. You see, he's, he's crazy. He goes, you should look into that. He moves his hands way too much. <laughs> so this is just so already he's got something. He's handsy Beto, Beto hands. And so there, there you go. And that'd be it. And I forget the other woman. who's. So now there's like a ton of people running on the Democratic side. I don't know if I've heard anybody running on the Republican side against Donald Trump yet, but somebody will throw the hat in the ring eventually just to be... Uh, you know, crushed by Donald Trump within a few weeks, and there we are. That's so. Though, so it is a bit of a slow news week. So I'm kind of like, I have half- a question. Are you following Boeing at all? Have you followed? Oh yes. Well, you know what? Thank you for bringing that up, Alex. It's funny because you know they they grounded these planes, the a uh, few of the planes. Now I. 
I didn't. I, I didn't know how 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 much we use these these particular jets. Two of them crashed. It was a DC. Uh, I'm not whatever the plane was. I'm I'm not exactly. It's a 737 Max eight. Oh, 737 Max eight. There you yeah, go. Thank it's you. The new Max eight. Yeah, and Max eight. So two of them crashed overseas. Lion Airlines, which I when these planes they sound like the kind of people who crash an airplane. Right, but that's you know I'm like I hate to sound like that, but. I, I mean, they're like, none of them crashed in America. I'm like, well, I, I mean, do, don't we have better pilots and stuff here in America than in Lion Air? Like, I hope Southwest and American Airlines leaving out of, you know, Los Angeles going to New York has a better pilot better than, than Lion Airlines going from Somalia to wherever the fuck, you know, and that's why they went. To, but they say it's just, it was some sort of, but then I read, you know, I was flying, I flew the last one off the ground. To to uh, to Dallas, the south, the last Southwest that was a one, seven thirty seven Max eight. They they had not grounded them yet. Ooh. I get on the seven thirty seven Max eight the, th- the Thursday before they grounded them. I it wasn't fifteen minutes later. I'm in the air. We're already up and going, and uh, I didn't know it was Max eight. I heard some other people talking about it. I'm not the guy who like before he gets on the plane asks like what uh, type of vehicle are we getting on today? You know, I don't really care about that. And uh, so th- and then Trump had come on and and and. We were like the last plane off the ground. And then I read the Southwest, you know, uh, chairman of Southwest come on and say, hey, we fly this plane a lot. They have like 25 of them in their fleet. And they're like, we've never had an issue. We, but we're going to ground it anyway, but this is not a problem for us. So, so there, th- those have been grounded. I went up in it. I landed safely in, uh, in Plano, Texas, and uh, I was able to do my shows. Honestly, you know, sometimes when you go into a stand up gig, not that the plan, Plano's, the hyenas was good, but. Some of them, you're like, I'd rather the plane just, just crash. Go down. Yeah, I would. I would rather be on one of the 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 Lion Jet Air eight and crash into a field than go do another gig in, uh, <laughs> you know, in Milwaukee. Bettendorf. Not yeah, not that Milwaukee's a bad city, but there was a really shitty comedy club there. It's closed now, and it was the worst experience of my stand up life at a place called Jokers in Milwaukee. Okay, so yeah, that's the, you know we do have some exciting news here at Cover to Cover, which is which is fun. We actually got our first uh, sponsor. Uh, we've been talking about it for a few weeks. Like if we get one, it's going to be exciting. We got one. We got a sponsor, and I don't know if I'm the best person to be uh, doing ads for people. So I went and uh, I asked a few of my celebrity friends. I got on the phone. I said, "Can somebody help me out with our first ad?" And of course, uh, without without uh, hesitation, my dear friend Caitlin Jenner said, "There's no problem. I, I will help you with uh, with your ad." And and you know, he she simply said, "What you know? What's it for?" And I said, well, we got an ad for Gina Tay, which is a, you know, body splash. And he got to say, I know, Gina Tay. And uh, so, so uh, here we go. We got an ad, you know, Gina, Gina Tay is now going to sponsor us. And Caitlin will be, doing, uh, will be doing the ad. So take it away, Caitlin, for Gina Tay. Jeanette perfume was first launched back in 1935 by Revlon. It's a timeless classic, possesses citrus, floral, and spicy notes such as lavender, which we love to lie around that out in Malibu. It's a it's a it's a predicament living out there these days. But there's jasmine in there, rose, carnation, lily of the valley, cedar bean. Oh, I got my cedar bean cut off a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> musk and sandalwood it's really fun to splash this on when you're going out for night with your girls to enjoy chardonnay so put on your shoes everybody we're heading out in our genite wow that was <laughs> that was our first 
uh, Ed. Thank you, Caitlin, for Gina Tay body. Did, did, are you familiar with the Gina Tay um, oh, body splash? Yeah, I'm Alex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you, yeah, you put it on. You splash a little. I didn't realize there were that many. Uh, thank, thank you, Caitlin, for doing that. I didn't realize there were that many uh, notes in it. Uh, there's lavender, jasmine, rose, carnation, carnation, huh? I remember when when uh, carnations were like the cheap flower on Valentine's Day, like in elementary school when you they, they were selling. You could buy like a flower for like a girl who you liked in elementary school you could buy a rose which was i don't know four bucks i could buy a carnation for her which was like a dollar and i uh i remember a couple times i think i had given one to like i wore the girls lisa Maiden. i think i get and i went with a carnation and she was like uh what is this and i was like as a carnation she's like uh where's the rose uh steve vessa got stephanie lopez a rose and that was um you know that was four bucks and i was like well i got your carnation and I actually honestly think the carnation looks better. I didn't like that. But uh, I believe it was the cheap flower. I don't know if it still is. I don't know if the carnation still has a bad rap. But it's in Gina Tay. So uh, that's, that's, our new, that's our new sponsor. We're excited about that. And that's how we fill the time here on Slow News Weeks, everybody. We have Caitlin read Gina Tay ants. Uh, this is a fun thing I want to talk about. It's a, it's a breakup concierge, post-breakup concierge, uh, a new service that I read about in the post a few weeks ago. For $99, this uh, service handles all the logistics of moving out of your ex's place with a dash of self-care perks for the broken-hearted millennials out there. You just broke up, and now you need to move out. Meanwhile, you're an emotional wreck over your ex, barely able to focus at work, let alone organize a U-Haul. How can you possibly deal with so many logistics at such a time? Why not just pay someone to do it with the uh, that's what Onward, okay, that's the name of it, Onward. They will take care of everything. They will come over, pick up your stuff, take uh, take your things away, and uh, your your throw pillows and stuff, and they'll put it in a U-Haul, and they'll, and they'll call another apartment complex or wherever and get you set up with a new with a new everything. Um, for a so hundred bucks? hundred bucks. I think that's a pretty good Dude. idea. I mean, I think you still have to pay for the U-Haul and everything. You know, I, I think the, I think the hundred only covers mm. the service that, you know, that doesn't get you the U-Haul and, and uh, everything else. I mean, I never really had to break up with, I was always the kind of guy who just kind of went away. Like you, you just, I just stopped calling and texting and, and next thing you know, I was like, what's up? And I'm like, oh, I, I'm so busy, you know, because I, I was too much of a pussy to like actually, you know, break up. So I, I would just kind of quietly, you know, fade away. And, but this is like, what if you have a full on breakup? I don't know if people went through these. Th- I mean, I guess people go through these things, you know, and you got to move all your shit out. These people will do it. I always think it's crazy when somebody gets full, you know, married and breaks up within like uh, we had a friend who got married back on Long Island. They had a huge wedding. I mean, this thing must have cost a couple hundred grand. And I'm not kidding. They were divorced in two weeks. It was over. I mean, it's just like, wow, you didn't see this coming before you went and picked out, you know, the the uh, the, 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 the fucking doilies to put on the wedding you got you got to do a lot of shit for a wedding you know and like there's got to be a point where halfway through this planning process you were like i don't know about this man we're spending a lot of money and i hate your guts and then when they're done two weeks later it's over you know even if we've moved in a year when it's over which a lot i've seen a lot of that happen so if you need it if you need uh, a breakup service there's one called onward for 99 bucks they'll come to your house and take away all your uh shitty things that you you guys got together in your um in your home 
That's that's once again here. Like I said, people, slow news week. We are fucking reaching. And I found a story about the onward breakup service, which probably two losers who came up with this service. And um, and I, yeah, it's it got a lot of press. You got a lot of press. This concierge service to help you break up. And that's that, you know. So speaking of that, um, we you want to get to our songs? Yeah, let's do uh, it. Because it, it actually the one I'm doing uh, is is a is a breakup song. Um, now I don't know how this happened or why it happened that we've decided to kind of compare the songs of today. Because I just love, you know, I'm a music guy and and not a music guy that I play it or anything like that. I'm just into it. And I'm not into the good stuff. Like there are guys who like, you know, did you listen to Nirvana's new? You know, we into Nirvana something happened? No, I wasn't. I was into Bon Jovi. Like I was into shit. Like I, I if you you people like what album meant the most to you? Was it uh, Sgt. Pepper's or one of these amazing albums? You know. The Pink Floyd's The Wall. I'm like, no, Slippery When Wet by Bon Jovi. Like, nothing <laughs> meant more to me than Slippery When Wet by Bon Jovi. We, me and my friends used to sit in a parking lot. We used to hang out at a place called The Factories on Long Island, which was a, um, it was exactly that. It was a, it was a factory parking lot behind, like, over by the train tracks. And everybody would drive their cars in to it and like a get around in a circle and all just kind of drink uh we we back then we used to have wine coolers that's they're kind of gone now wine coolers but this was when i think wine, they've been replaced yeah that, they've been replaced by like uh exists. yeah by by that smirnoff uh, lemonade smirnoff yeah. ice hard lemonade things like that it's the same same exact thing it's but i think the, the the it's all like malt liquor that it it's that's the fuzzy base navel of it. Yeah, flavor. fuzzy navel yeah, it's all that kind of stuff but we would do there was bartles and james there was um <laughs> Bartles think, and yeah, James. Bartles and James. They they were like these huge. It was a campaign of these two old men who did these wine coolers, and they were flavored, you know, real like grape and apple and shitty flavors. And they would come to the point where it got so ridiculous. They would just come in two liter, you know, plastic, like almost like Pepsi, and you would swill this shit. This wine coolers and we would pop in Bon Jovi Slippery When Wet and just oh my god that was amazing and get get real drunk on and I my parents had handed me down a station wagon a, a, a 1980 80 I think it was an 80 uh, Caprice Classic uh, station wagon and I would drive down there in that and of course, nothing gets to pussy's juice in quite like a, you know, Caprice Classic uh, Chevy station wagon. Uh, so, but uh, you know, and a, with a cassette player that I would play. That I Good think, thing too, because you got all that room. Yeah. You know, oh, oh, you know what? As a matter of fact, I lost my virginity in the back. I lost my virginity very late in life. I wasn't honestly. I'll be honest with you, people. People weren't coming. I was down in the theater wing. Like they talk about this Olivia Jade. You know, like she's had a nice life. I'm like, yeah. Well, she didn't have to struggle in life. You're like I people that did you play football? Yeah, I tried. I tried to play football. I wasn't accepted. I had a big giant head. I was six foot one and probably 110 pounds. And I was, and I, but I knew everybody. Like I wasn't an unpopular guy. Like I was popular because I was funny. So they were like, "He's funny, but he can't play football." So we go. I go. I decide I'm going to try and play football, right? And they, it's like jersey picking day, football jersey picking day where we all, there's just a big box of football jerseys and everyone's going to reach in and grab that jersey. And that'll be your jersey for the season. That's your jersey. 
and I'm not a, an aggressive guy, so I'm letting all the, you know, these are football players in eighth grade, ninth grade. These, like, you know, aggressive kids who father's been screaming at them to catch the pass every day of their lives. My father never said a word to me until I was 17. Uh, so, and, and a good man for it. I don't, he's still a good guy. He's eating fucking, uh, eating sun-dried tomatoes right now as we speak. <laughs> <laughs> so. So every all these aggressive kids are reaching into this big box and they're pulling out their jerseys. And now the colors of the high school that I went to, Connecticut High School, were, were, were red and white. So you had red letters, uh, red numbers on, on the front. So say you were number 12. You had a red 12 and then the jersey itself was white. Pants were white everything, and then the socks were red. So I everyone's reaching in, reaching in, reaching in, reaching in, reaching in. Blah, 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 blah. And uh, they all, now I'm the last one to go up. And it's like something out of a movie. There's one jersey left in the bottom of, of the uh, box. Everybody else has got their jerseys. And it's a maroon jersey, like, the, <laughs> like, a, like, a, like, a, like a burgundy jersey with a white number. It's completely opposite colors to the rest of the team and not even close to the colors of the team. It's, it's burgundy. I don't even know where this jersey came from. It came from another school. So I, I take it out of the box, and I say to the coach, I'm like, oh, does, is this jersey okay for me? And he's like, he didn't say it, but he's like, yeah, for you, that jersey's fine because you're never going to get on the field. Like, that's it looks like going to matter. You look like the manager, the right, team yeah, manager. Yeah, this, was not gonna, this jersey was, it won't matter because it's never going to be running down the field at any point and confuse like a, an announcer who's going to go, there's a guy running down the jersey in a burgundy jersey, <laughs> running down the field in a burgundy number 12. Who is that? It's never going to happen. So I took this burgundy jersey and I wore it. Now, what would happen, I don't know if this still happens in high schools or happened in your high school, on game, with the game days, I, think, I forget when game day was, it was like Saturday or Friday or something, but all the players would wear their jerseys in school that day. So everybody's wearing, I was like, you know, all these guys. So now, now let me say, I don't have a lot of like uh, anger toward like things, but I, I do, I do, I have to admit that I've had some success in life and it does bring me joy that I've become like television successful and some of the people who were like a little bit of a bully at, you know, people in school went on to do like nothing much. And it does bring me some kind of joy when I look at Facebook and go, oh, look at this loser. Because when I was walking the hallways in my burgundy jersey and I was like, look at Frangiola with a different jersey than the rest of their team. What a loser. I'm like, yeah, well, look at me now. I was on Chelsea lately eight years ago, you fucking dicks. No. Anyway. anyway, so that was my that was my jersey story. And that's why I'm no Olivia Jade. That's why my parents didn't care. I, nobody, they never came to my games. Oh, they had one game one time where it just we there were two junior high schools that uh, in my neighborhood that were the same. We were from the same school district, so we would eventually meet in the same high school. So we had the Peconic Junior High School and Oakdale Bohemia Junior High School together. We would all meet in Connecticut High School. Okay, so the junior high schools were the team. So because we was they, they took all the bad players one time. They were like, hey, you know what? Let's give these kids a chance to get out there and throw the ball around. You know, make no sense. They said, let's let's do Peconic versus um versus uh Oakdale Bohemia with just the scrubs. That's what we called bad players. I know scrubs. scrubs I know scrubs has gone on to mean something else because of the TLC song, but back when I was growing up, scrubs meant like bad athletes. So they were like, This game is for the scrubs. So we got on a bus, me and the uh, the scrubs, and we went and played Oakdale Bohemia junior high school. 
terrible game. You know, no, just balls just going all over the place. It's, it's not even, it doesn't even look like, it looks like that football game you used to have in the 70s where it was just powered by a vibration. I don't know if you remember this. It was like, a, you're probably too young to remember, Alex, but they used to just put these players on like a vibrating board and you would turn it on and the board would just vibrate and the players would move from the vibration in no specific direction. <laughs> you just and, watch. They would eventually, the- yeah, they would eventually <laughs> just uh, all like move over to one corner of the, of the field because they just, but where the vibration was coming the from. the table had yeah, they lean. Yeah, would just vibrate toward that. Anyway, um, so so, uh, so the, a piece of the wall just fell down in the studio. It just fell as I'm talking about this. So anyway, that we were playing the scrub game. Now, one of the fathers of one of our really top players on the real team, the good team, I forget, I forget the kid's name. I think his name was Steve Vesa. His father comes to the game, and he's on the sidelines, and he's, he's like, where's, uh, where's Steve? And there's a couple of other the, the real good football players there in regular clothes to make fun of us from the sidelines. And uh, I'm standing there on the sideline of my maroon jersey waiting to get in the game. I'm not going to get in, but I'm waiting. I'm ready. If they need me, I'm ready to get in. Pe- petrified, absolutely fucking terrified that I don't want to get in this game. But if they need me, I'm going to get in there. <laughs> I have no idea. And I'm, I actually know sports pretty well. So I like I've, I know the position. And like, they asked me what position I want to be. I was like, free safety. And I'm like, why? I'm like, I have no idea. I heard it once. I heard, <laughs> a, I heard that p- position once. So I'm about to, uh, you know, waiting on the sideline to get in the game. Steve Vess's father comes walking up. There's a couple of the other real jock kids behind him in regular clothes. Steve Vess's father says to to the uh, jock kids in their regular clothes, he says, where's uh, where's Steve? Is he not playing today? And they laughed, cackled as if it's the funniest thing you ever heard. They're like, <laughs> Steve's not in this game. This game's for the scrubs. And they point to me as being the example <laughs> of the worst person in the world. Like, it's for him, this loser, this guy, this guy in his maroon jersey <laughs> with the ma- mismatched letters. It's for, this game's for him, not for Steve. Steve's a winner. This guy, this is fucking for losers. For people with different fonts on that. That is the point when I fucking said, you know what? This isn't for me i i took the bus back to you know peconic junior high school took off my maroon jersey went down to the theater wing and i I saw they had auditions for guys and dolls and i said oh when you see a guy reach for stars in the sky you can bet that he's doing it for some doll when you spot a john waiting out in the rain chances are he's insane as only a john could be for a jane and next thing you know i was a fucking hero mr show business was born so fuck you steve that's on your the scrub now. <laughs> Who's the scrub now? I am sitting in a weird studio in the middle of Koreatown the while wall the walls are falling off. down around me. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, there you go. We covered a little ground there with some uh, stuff about that. That's fun. Let's get to uh, the songs of the day. I Alex has the has the number one song in the country currently. Uh, we're gonna go with the Post Malone. So, so song? climbing climbing back up from Spider Man into the Spider Verse is Mr. Post Malone uh, with Flower. So always tired. It says on his face. He's got that uh, tattooed under his eyes. Always tired. I got no problem with this. This is so Post Malone has a kind of sound that sounds very produced. Like yeah. that's obviously not the way he sounds into a microphone when he's singing. This has been, you know, whatever auto tune. Auto Yeah, auto tune or whatever else they got to put on it. That's that's the effect. It's been affected. But it's fine. He seems like he's a legitimate performer. I know he used to play in like metal bands and stuff when he was younger. So he, yeah, he's a great guitarist. Yeah, I think he plays it. Yeah, he he he. Pl- I, I I I have no problem with him. 
and I have to say, the can you play it again? But as a matter of fact, let's get. Can you get up for me? Since you've played um, "Sucker" by Jonas Brothers, I have. It's now become my all my favorite oh. song. And I just wish. I know we're not quite into summer yet, and I don't know where where you guys are living, but I feel like we're kind of out of the woods winter winter wise. We've had a we had a gorgeous day here yesterday in Los Angeles, and today's pretty good too. And I know I was in Dallas, and it was pretty nice in some of the places. So we're feeling summer coming. It's one of those times where you're like, shit, finally it's 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 68 degrees. We can go out and wash our cars, put on a fucking tube top and some cut off shorts, and we can listen to this. Like this is what we want. See, but I think they should have released this a little later. This should have been released Memorial Day weekend because this would be Song of the Summer. This would be me out in Montauk, you know, sitting at the Sloppy Tuna with a Pabst Blue Ribbon in my hand in the middle of the day. Like, you drink Pabst? Yeah, I drink Pabst Blue Ribbon. Why? A little bit of Bartles and... and yeah, Bartles and James. Oh, wine coolers. Oh, I wish I could... Oh, I don't even know if they have it anymore. I'd find a Bartles and James and drink it to this song. This is pretty good. I have to admit. Now this, okay, those are the song. Those, no, those are two good songs. That, that's uh, I think number four now is the Jonas Brothers uh, mm-hmm. uh, sucker. Yep, and but that's Post Malone. But what is the name of the Post Malone song? Post Malone song is called. Oh, you got me. I'm From now. Spider-Man. I'm all suckered up. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, Sunflower. 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 That's a pretty good song. Okay, now I'm gonna go with. I, I forget what year it came out. I'm not sure of the year that it came out, but it's early '70s, uh, and this is a song. Basically, it's by a woman named Mary McGregor. Uh, I don't know if she went on to have much success, but if you looked at a picture of Mary McGregor, you're like, there's no way this woman had Mary McGregor. Um, and the song is called "Torn Between Two Lovers." And here's a little bit of it, and we'll stop and and, and discuss. Uh, let's go. That's true. Even though she knows how much it's gonna hurt. Yeah, see, it's gonna hurt, but I'm gonna have to say it. Before I say another word, let me tell you I love you. Okay, she's talking to her current husband or lover, right? She's saying I have to I have to tell you something. This is there's another man. I have another man. I've been I've loved him for quite some time. You piece of shit. So, but I love you too. But I want you to know there's another fellow. You're a good guy. This guy can't have me like you. So you're you're good because you're a loser who'll pay you know pay the bills. This guy just fucks me. <laughs> There's a hole that he, only he can fill, which means I think the butt. Mary McGregor's getting it in the, in the ass from this the other fellow. And she's torn between the, both of these lovers. And loving you both. You can't say torn. Torn, torn between two lovers. Uh, loving you both is breaking all the rules. I can't, I can't have both of you. And, uh, and I think... Now watch what happens. It goes on. Just listen. Just the chorus. Now this, once again, I have to keep reiterating... These are number one pop hits. Basically, her telling the husband, "Yeah, you're. I'm gonna stay with you, but there's, uh, there's another guy." You didn't fail me. Yeah. It's not you. Why I cheat on you? It's right, me. right. Yeah. This. All of it. This is no. What I'm trying to say is, this is no Post Malone. This is no Jonas Brothers. This is no. Hey man, let's get a fucking six pack and go 
hang out at the bar. This is torn between two lovers. I'm feeling like a fool. Loving the both of you is breaking all the rules. Miss Mary McGregor, everyone. That's a little something from Mary McGregor, torn between two lovers. I think at the end, she goes back with the old husband. So if you're torn between two lovers, and maybe you need a service that uh, will get you a U-Haul and take you away from one of those lovers, it is the service that I talked about earlier. That'll probably cut out of this podcast because it was boring as shit. But uh, maybe not. Maybe not. So here's the deal. Um, that's if you're torn between two lovers and you're feeling like a fool, you just remember that loving both of them is breaking all the rules. So get rid of one of them. Uh, you know, whoever, whoever, <laughs> I mean, it happens, you know, it happened, it happened to Mary McGregor. And if you saw this gal, uh, you look at a picture of her on the YouTube the clip that I just played. You can't believe that she found two fellas. I mean, it's uh, unbelievable. She found one with those bangs. But she did. She found two fellas. And that's uh, this week's song, Mary McGregor, Torn Between Two Lovers, Feeling Like a Fool, Up Against Post Malone's Sunflower. That is cover to cover for this week. We, Like I said, slow news week. Don't judge me on this one. completely okay i know love you like this is the best episode yet i that one was the best episode yet i hate it because this this guy he talks uh, he doesn't know anything about stories this i try but sometimes what am i going to talk about this fucking shooting in new zealand i mean we can't talk about that that's not you you guys are trying to have a good time driving to work or doing your things around the house or being torn between two lovers driving from one lover's house to the other you want to listen to something fun so i that's a giant story that i can't talk about can't touch upon it alex was trying to come up with some stories he's like man here how about this it's all about dead people dick dale died this guy died that guy died (laughs) we can't talk about nobody gives about dick dale the dead bad guitarist surf guitarist like we can't talk about that three guitarists so we died struggled this through this episode we honestly struggled through <laughs> and but it happened i told your story about me in high school and that makes me sound like i was a loser i and in the end i probably was but i i i didn't feel like i was but that's that's why i'm no olivia jade i took my lumps and i got up and i fucking made something out of myself because i didn't have massimo to go baby you want to go to school you go to see you get on the boat you roll you get into the school nobody cares that's how we do for Lloyd laughlin now Lloyd laughlin can't be in any more movie because you got a fake fucking go to school you're happy with yourself you're happy <laughs> that's what i'm gonna work on my italian impression and then i did caitlin gina tay and that I think I I kind of lost my Caitlin impression a little bit. I was you know I was t- I was talking too much. What you wait when you when you're doing Caitlin, you gotta stay. You gotta you got hey everybody. I want to stay in short sentences, having a good time. You can't talk too long, and I talk too long with the Gina Tay stuff. I think it's still pretty good. I have to listen back to it. That's the review. I like to review myself at the end of each episode. Alex, you want to promote something? Alex got a few things he wants to promote. Go ahead. Make them quick. Don't promote 17 gigs. Alex is going on the road a little bit. He's taking a couple of his friends. They're getting in a van, and they're going to travel and do some stand-ups, and they're going to be around the West Coast. So if you're in these neighborhoods, go check them out. What do you got, I'll, I'll keep it easy. Uh, the 27th through the 30. 30- to the second, we'll say I'm going to be in Arizona and Nevada. If you're okay. anywhere in that area, I'm on Instagram at Alex Khan is not. That's funny. what people always ask about your yeah. Alex Khan. Yeah, okay, so that's where he is on Instagram. Alex Khan is not funny. 
And uh, uh, I'll put it all on there. I'd love to see some cover-to-cover people if you're in Arizona I or I would Vegas. love for you people to go to it. Yeah. it you, these guys are fun. Come out and enjoy that stuff, you know? it'll be, So do that. And then I'm going to be in Calgary. And then I'm in Boston, Laugh Boston, which I love. And uh, please, Boston, come out. You guys always do. That's why I keep coming back to Boston. It's such a great city for comedy. So I am coming to the Laugh Boston, which is a great club. In April, I think, 15th, 16th, and 17th, uh, I think. Look on my website, Frangelo.com. And then I'm coming as a show. I please, you have to. I'm coming back to Long Island, my hometown, where people always ask me to perform. And I don't like performing back there because it's just not easy and people don't leave their house on Long Island. But I am coming for one night only. It's a Wednesday night. I'm coming to the Brokerage Comedy Club in um, Belmore, Long Island. I'm doing one show, one night. Uh, let me give you the date on that one. It's not until June, so you're going to hear about it again a few times because I have to sell this show. I have to. I will be laughed off Long Island. I, there's been many times I've done Long Island and nobody shows up. This is on the June 5th, and then I go up to Mohican Sun and perform in the casino up there. But Brokerage Comedy Club, Belmore, Long Island, one show. It's $20 to come to the show. That's it. Flat rate, 20 bucks. 8 o'clock show, Wednesday night, Belmore, Long Island. You have to leave your house, Long Island. You have to. I know you took the train from New York City and you don't feel like getting up and going to Belmore, but come to Belmore. It's only 140 seats in this club. If I can't sell 140 seats in my hometown, I have no business ever performing there again. So Belmore, Long Island, June 5th at uh, Governor's. I'd love to see you. Thank you for sitting through this cover to cover. Not our best, but we uh, will get better next week. I promise you. And I... You you are truly making this fun to do every week, and I thank you for being a part of it. I will see you soon. Bye-bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.